Now, our next speaker, Dr. Delaroso, he's a dermatologist in private practice in Las Vegas. Um, he is um, director of the Dermatology Residency at Valley Hospital in Las Vegas, and he's active in many educational projects, including editor of the Journal of Clinical and Aesthetic Dermatology, The Green Journal. Um, join me in welcoming Dr. Delarosa. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So you're going to be having a video? You're going to be showing a special video? That's great. Well, uh, welcome everybody to Las Vegas. Uh, this has been my... I guess my hometown now since the end of uh, 1996 is so when I came here and I've been here since and uh, enjoying every minute of it. But I uh, have a question for you. Look around the room and if you figure that maybe 20, 25% of the population, depends on what study you look at, uh, is a topic and has a tendency to develop atopic eczema, look around the room and guess to yourself who you think the people are, okay? So for every 10 people you see, three of them are likely gonna be atopic and see if you could figure out who those people are. And, and I think that's one of the most important things to recognize about a lot of the diseases we treat in dermatology is that when we see the visible disease and we treat it, you know, that's, that's obviously a significant component of it. But a lot of these diseases, the disease is always there even though it's not visible because there's an underlying problem that exists within the skin. In the case of patients with atopic dermatitis, they have several. The first thing they have is they have skin that is pre-programmed to, re to react or respond to things in the environment. Immunologically, um, on an irritant basis, and also the fact that their skin doesn't have a normal stratum corneum, doesn't have a normal epidermal barrier. Even when the patient comes in and they look completely clear, they're, they're losing moisture within their skin. So keep that in mind as we go through the concepts of, of what we're gonna be covering today. We're gonna to be doing what's called a product theater. I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, are, are familiar with that. This is looking at information on the disease state and products specifically on label falls under the heading of what's, what uh, the FDA or the government calls a promotional program. In my mind, it's a, it's a, a non-CME blessed program. It has to follow certain rules. So we're gonna be looking at the on-label uses and that's what I'm bound to uh, legally in this discussion. And then if we have any questions later, we'll be more than happy to address those. So we're gonna be talking about two products, Eladil and Zeris. Uh, Eladil is not a new product. It was, it's been around for quite some time. Uh, it disappeared from dermatology, so to speak, even though it was out there, uh, and it's made its way back with Valiant, who is supporting this particular event we're having right here. And uh, some of the people from the, pro from the company, uh, the product managers and people are here if you have any questions throughout the meeting that you want to ask them. So there's a variety of different companies that I do work with, and I have Valiant uh, standing out because they are the one that is... Uh, is sponsoring or supporting this particular event we're having right now. Okay. So Eladil. Eladil is uh, pimecrolimus. Some people say pimecrolimus. It doesn't matter how you say it. it. It's the same compound. And it's available in a 1% cream for the treatment indicated for the treatment of mild to moderate atopic dermatitis. But there are some caveats in terms of how it's recommended that this particular drug be used. And there's also some misunderstandings about some of the history with the drug, which I'll, I'll try to clarify for you. Uh, those of you who have been around a while, 
uh, may be very familiar with Eladil when Novartis had it and they brought it to market. Some of you may be newer to dermatology or just out of, uh, out of school working in dermatology. So a lot of this may be new. So I'm going to handle it as if it's new to everyone because there are some things to bring up to date. We're all familiar